Accessing library computer data. And then, Captain Navaka stirs on her med bed. And she wakes, she slowly, her eyes are sort of drifting open. And she says quietly, with like a little smirk, she says, She may only be my little sister by ten minutes, but she's always been a pain in my ass. Medbay and Navaka has awakened and she is not, um, you know, she's not necessarily hurt. She's just been in stasis. Uh, so she's a little groggy coming to, but she's sitting up on her elbows and looking around. And she's, you know, said that, you know, smart little quip about being the older sister by 10 minutes. Um, boy. I want to call the captain Tuvok. Tuvok. All of a sudden, for some strange reason. <laughs> oh, 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 real quick before we get too far into narrative, yeah. Susie, I googled the Romulan um, ranks, and a captain is called sub commander, okay. and Lalal is called centurion. Okay, so hmm. Navaka would be sub commander, and Lalal would be centurion. Correct. Okay. So, hmm. all right. That's interesting because Tapal is sub commander on Enterprise. Yeah, it must be different for Vulcans. I didn't Google yeah. that, but yeah. yeah. Huh. Nerds. <laughs> so, Navaka's looking right at uh, Takav, and Takav is looking pretty... I'm not shaken. I mean, she's... Well, <laughs> she's. I was going to say she's Vulcan, but she's clearly not. Um, nah. But she's keeping her composure, but you can tell by, you know... Her the the dilation of her pupils and the way she's pursing her lips that you, she's trying to stay cool. She's actively trying to keep her shit together. And um, I'm trying to remember what the conversation you guys had. You were talking to Cecilia McKenzie and Lalal, I think. Um, but at, at when Navaka woke up, uh, and um. Before Captain Takov can say anything, or Navaka can say anything further, uh, the doctor will say, "Ah, yes, uh, it, this is this quite smart for Captain uh, Sub, excuse me, Sub Commander Navaka to keep herself in stasis, so that way on the syndrome will only progress when she's awake." Wow, that's weird. Yeah. So the Sub Commander. So had is she like been... super close to death then? No, like, she's just trying. What's her time to... clock? You know, like, think of Michael J. Fox, right? He's still fine, but as he gets older, it gets worse and worse. She's like Michael J. Fox 2000, you know, five. She's caught it uh, early, and she's trying to keep her body from breaking down further. So mm-hmm. she just, like, okay. goes straight into stasis on her off time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, she essentially hasn't aged much uh, in the last few years. Do that? Why don't we all do that? 
I do. Could, I don't know about we you guys. We could all <laughs> not age if we just put ourselves in stasis. I'm sure there are some medical disadvantages to it. Must be. Yeah. Must be. <laughs> <laughs> that or we just can't afford it. Or you can't afford it. Yeah. There's and so how Novaka can afford this is a question that you don't have an answer to, right? Do Romulans have money? We only know for sure that non-Federation, I guess they're non-Federation, but like Ferengis and stuff use money. Anybody in the Federation doesn't seem to need it. Yeah, I'm not sure what the Empire's uh, economic system is. How many Romu dollars stasis (laughs) time costs? 100% based on oppression, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) You have... um, Takov gets an incoming call from, oh my gosh, what's the commander's name? Commander Watkins. Is that, that's, uh, that's the Komodo's first officer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Watkins says, Captain, you better come up here. Um, the Romulans are calling? (laughs) (laughs) And Takov now does actually go sheet white like a ghost. And... She looks at Dr. McKenzie. She says, I'll leave her in your hands. Somebody else has got to answer that. <laughs> I have to go take care of this. <laughs> I literally, that's what Locke says out loud. Uh, somebody else should answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and actually, uh, God, this whole thing with Navaka and um, the captain's name is going to throw me off. Takah. Uh, Takah. Yeah. I made their names similar on purpose, and now I'm sure. cursing myself. Why don't you bring up that pinboard, baby, where I have all the names written? I got it. I got it up, but my monitor's only so big. Um, <laughs> Bigger monitors, more monitors. <laughs> yeah, I just. Um, uh, Takah actually looks at you, Loxus, and says. Under other circumstances, I would agree that it uh, would be unwise for my face to appear on screen. But I don't want to put Commander Watkins in such a precarious situation. I feel... And she actually, like, stops and struggles with weighing it back and forth. Are you gonna pretend to be your sister? Or, like... Oh no! This now the whole the whole thing is just blowing up. Now I have a hard time believing that the Romulan Empire doesn't know that I exist. The Romulan Empire has spies everywhere. That's true. Shakel looks at Lalal. Like any insight into this, Lalal? Lalal's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like shrugs. She says, "Well, the Romulans are going to be if they're calling from the Empire, they're going to demand that." You turn over the ship, the captain, and myself. I I guarantee that's what this is about. We crossed over the neutral zone. Uh, and I mean this, I guess, in the nicest way possible, but you're dealing with the Romulans here. <laughs> <laughs> Up until my serving with Subcommander Novaka, I was absolutely loyal to the Empire, but I think a lot of us are more loyal to Subcommander Novaka now than the Empire. Especially after Spock's work, uh, trying to reunify Vulcans and, and Romulans. But there's a lot of questions left. But I guarantee that that's, that's what they're calling about. So, Takav, actually, she'll, you know what? I'll take this. But I want you ladies 
to be on the bridge with me. She doesn't mean Lalal. She means you, the player characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like you to continue to advance the story with me, ladies. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Penny is just looking back and forth between Tavakava whatever. Tavaka <laughs> and Tavaka. And they look, yep. they look almost identical, except, mm-hmm. you know, the Romulans kind of have a different sort of ridging around their eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell Takov's had hers done, you know, to match. She had she had work done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's had work done. But to, to blend in with Romulan society, uh, excuse me, Vulcan society. Mm-hmm. No. I think Penny's just curious if there's another Penny out there. Because I don't know that the galaxy could really handle that. Like the universe <laughs> needs two pennies. You're not adopted, Penny. You don't have to worry about having a secret. But how do I know? How do I know? But didn't we, aren't we literally in another universe where we replaced ourselves? Right. So I have, yeah, but you probably googed it, right? (laughs) I googed it, yes. And um, I don't know. Maybe it's just not in anything. Yeah, space googled it. Googed it. Penny, now is not the time for an existential fucking crisis. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I need to agree with Lapsus on that. But, yeah. So you all walk down the hallway, the corridor with Takav, and you get in the, the turbo lift, and it's a little crowded, but you all fit. And uh, Takav does... Takav, I'm smiling. Real wide. Takav does actually turn to you, Loxus, and she says, she says, Loxus, uh, uh, Lieutenant mm, Agug? Wait, Loxus? Wait, what's your first name? Loxus. Uh, Loxus. Okay, Lieutenant Agug. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to take you up on your suggestion that I do not do not appear on screen. However, I need someone with knowledge of what's going on. And Watkins, she's a fine commander. And normally I would have her handle this situation, but I don't have enough time to brief her. So. You have misgendered Watkins. She's not a oh, she. Watkins a dude? It's a they. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so what did I say? Let me just give you a second cut here. Thank you. <laughs> While I believe in Commander Watkins' capability, they do not have the knowledge that you have. And it, there's just not enough time to brief them on the situation. Since you are in command, would you feel comfortable? Mm, this is a very big ask from you talking to Romulans on screen, but would you feel comfortable handling the situation for the time being? My face is pursed slightly. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that I'm wishing I hadn't said anything. <laughs> kind of... <clears throat> Posa's elbowing her like... <laughs> <laughs> of course, ma'am. I'd be happy to. Excellent. Also, still pursing my face. Uh, Like, I'm just, I'm just, yes, like I'm smelling a fart. Like an old shoe with a piece of cheese in it. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Like every character on uh, any uh, soap opera. (laughs) Smell the fart. Look off in the distance. Well, I have the utmost faith in you, Lieutenant, and I will be just off screen um, and to intervene when necessary. 
Thank God. <laughs> She'll just be stage whispering all of your answers to you. <laughs> Tell them. Say this. Real Cyrano de Bergerac situation. Line. <laughs> I'm just looking at all of you guys like, fuck. <laughs> so you get to the bridge and fuck. Watkins is, you know, gesturing to the, you know, the incoming hail button that's clearly blinking. And uh, Takov sort of motions toward the front of the bridge, Loxus. Wait, do I get any, do I get any more briefing? Like what I'm supposed to say here, ma'am? <laughs> well, we can. You can definitely tell them that we will not be returning the prisoners uh, right. for the time being. They, we will consider them refugees. I suppose at this point. And that if they would like them recovered, they're going to have to talk to Starfleet Command directly and not a single ship. Not a single ship returning. Well, I mean, as far as the, this is a bigger conversation than just the Komodo. And the, mm, mm-hmm. the, so if the, the Romulan Empire is going to take issue with what you're about to tell them, please kindly advise them to speak with our superiors. Okay. What, what's the other word? Uh, like asylum or something? Can we say that? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, do you say that out loud? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I was because I'm I'm looking at locks and I'm thinking of other situations and I'm like asylum. Is that good? Does that work? I just I I'm 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 looking back at you like thank God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll be right back here. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. Watkins is looking at you and. They say, Captain? And the captain waves Watkins off. Lieutenant Lagug is apprised of the situation. I think she can best handle this. It's a very strange situation. Normally, just have faith in me. I got this number two. (laughs) (laughs) Just march out, you know, chest forward. I go, you know, real Riker-like in on it, you know. You're going to lean in? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Lean in real hard in. Putting my foot up on something immediately. <laughs> way over the top. Put it on someone, like in their lap or something. Just like, someone dog the shit just, out of someone. I just, I just go real high. <laughs> put my, I'm uncomfortable. You, you can see my, it's a, a mean camel toe at this point. <laughs> that stink face just got stankier. Oh, oh God. I slowly put my leg back down. <laughs> you tug at your collar a little bit. Patch him through. All right. And Watkins hits the hits the comms. Bloop. And the screen comes on. And it is not the Romulan Empire, right? It's not like high command broadcasting from, you know, the main office. It's another uh, sub commander on another ship. And it's a dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I stick my boobs out more. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, sir. How grumpy does this guy look? Oh, so grumpy. So, so (laughs) grumpy. (laughs) I kind of crack a little smile. He says, what is the meaning of taking one of our ships captive? Hello. (laughs) I'm uh, Loxus the Gug. How can I help you today? I don't care who you are. I want the return of my ship and my crew. Well, unfortunately, that won't be happening today. That uh, crew and that ship are seeking asylum. 
Asylum. We've granted it. He, so we we won't be returning anyone today. He now looks like he just smelled the worst cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get some Limburger. He says, I have learned from some subspace communications during the mutiny that sub-commander Navaka was attempting to fly into Federation space without the permission of, obviously, either both sides. You must return her for betraying the Empire. And honestly, any Romulan with Tuvan syndrome must be executed immediately. There, she is no longer useful to the Empire. She is sick and weak. And clearly her weakness has led her to make a terrible decision. Sir, I think this conversation is over. I've told you they're seeking asylum. We've granted it. If you need to have uh, words with our higher authorities... I uh, suggest you contact them. We don't have any more business here. If you won't give the subcommander and her crew back, you can expect war. And he bloop, hits the screen off. Pozo makes a jerk-off motion in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, kind of, like, let out a bunch of air and kind of, like, slump <gasps> forward a little bit. Like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I'm cool. So, um, what's happening on the, what's happening on the other ship right now? I mean, we have the, the mutineers, like the people who, yep. who started the mutiny, um, like in we custody. We some people over, It's just an we? attractor beam and everybody, the mutiny's been quelled and all the mutineers are, yeah, basically, uh, even wasn't enough room to put them in the brig, but they've been detained. They can't go anywhere, but their ship has been basically, uh, communications now have been dampened they they they, they're unable to do anything really other than they can airlock themselves i guess (laughs) if they want so is is basically everybody else um on the crew of whatever navaka's ship is called are is basically everybody else um against us i would say yeah i would say the senior staff on navaka's ship was pro navaka everyone else was uh the mutineers so that's what like 50 people yeah, it wasn't a huge ship. It's not like you're dealing with, you know, a huge uh, Federation ship full of like hundreds of people. It's, okay. it's much more. It's a much smaller, smaller vessel. Just trying to get the lay of the land here. Didn't we send in a little force of people, like after we came back? Yeah, the security team. The security team kind of quashed okay. that, and uh, I guess disabled the ship and you know put them on on lockdown over there. So do we have everybody who was pro-Navaka on board the Komodo now? I would say, yeah, everyone who's pro-Navaka has been transferred to the sh- to the Komodo, but are on, are confined to quarters, right? They don't have, they're still Romulans. They don't just get to walk around the ship. Cool. So, I mean, we could theoretically turn that ship back over to them. We don't need that ship for anything. That's the point of the thing. <laughs> I know, but war... <laughs> Well, I, that's, meh. I mean, is, is the captain not back? No, the captain's right there. The, captain, the captain was standing off to the side, and she actually says to the bunch of you, she says, I think now would be a good time for me to go to my ready room and bring Starfleet Command up to speed. And with that, she excuses herself and goes into the ready room to do official business, TM. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't listening. I was reading about this Romulan ship. 
nerd. She goes into the ready room to hail Starfleet Turk Command. Yeah. Oh, she's going to yes. go talk to her boss? Okay. Rub one out. She's going to jerk off real quick. <laughs> then she's going to call Starfleet yeah. Command. She's got a lot of stress. Shot. Yeah. She said TM, not TMI, so. <laughs> That's not TMI. <laughs> There's no such thing. So we just took that call in front of Watkins, who probably didn't know anything. Well, I guess... Watkins doesn't know anything about Captain Navaka and That's the true. Romulan didn't say... captain didn't say anything about them being twins. So okay, nope. I see what you mean. It's still it's still pretty much under wraps. Yeah, the only people that know are you, everyone, you, the captain, and everyone in Med Bay. Okay, so what are we supposed to be doing now? Mm. It's not really just much... like that was intense, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking, talking to people on the bridge. I like, need <laughs> a break. <laughs> Did you see that? How high I got my leg? <laughs> that was uncomfortable. For everyone involved. <laughs> you liked it, Penny. <laughs> yeah. You, you, um, you're going to be on kind of high alert for a little bit, right? But uh, there's not really much to do right now. The captain's doing her thing. You're technically all still on duty. Um, but... The captain has asked that you don't go too far. So we'll say, you know, a couple hours pass. And you all are also, you know, near the edge of the neutral zone. And you haven't moved, actually. And that's, you're not sure if that's on purpose or if you've been, you know, told not to move or if that's something that Takov has decided. Um, but you haven't left the border of the neutral zone where you were, I think you were just on like a routine science check um yeah. doing something checking on some some planet and i don't know where are you guys i guess are you all together well yeah i mean were we on duty like on the bridge yeah we'll just say you stayed on the bridge and the captain's still in her ready room and two hours go by captain still hasn't come out of her ready room and that's when you're sitting there and on the screen in front of you, a bird of prey decloaks. Ugh. And Watkins goes, Red alert! And they bang the. Red alert! <laughs> they bang the red alert button. And the captain comes flying out of the, uh, the her ready room. She says, What is going on? Uh, there's a bird of prey, apparently, out there now. That's not, that's not, it wasn't there before. <laughs> it just got here. <laughs> Watkins, Watkins says, Captain, they're hailing us. And the captain says, ah, shit, put it through. <laughs> you, you got this, Captain. Pulls a clap when she said shit. <laughs> and it's the same dude from before. Uh, and now he's just grinning and he says to Captain Takab, he says, I'm so glad that you've decided to surrender the political prisoners. If you'll prepare yourself to be boarded, we'll come pick them up. Uh, no. <laughs> and Takav. Cap Captain, Captain, what the, what did you discuss in there? Because I don't think that's what was happening. The captain says, that was not what we agreed or I spoke with, with Starfleet Command. If that's what you believe, 
then I'm afraid you're operating on incorrect information. Sorry, this is where the part where I get to talk to myself a whole bunch. (laughs) (laughs) And the Romulan says, oh, excuse me. I guess there was a misunderstanding. Does does the Romulan seem to... Because Takov is talking to him now? Yes. So does does he seem to notice that maybe Takov looks like somebody he knows? He's just smiling like a big shit-eating grin. Okay. He says, But now that we're here, we might as well take our citizens back. Don't you agree? Captain says, no, I do not agree. And if you, and then she faints. Faints? (laughs) (sighs) Where was she standing? She was standing right in the middle of the bridge, right? Like right in the the Picard zone. The Pazone. If I was standing anywhere near her, I just watch her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't go for her. I just kind of go, oh shit. (laughs) Let her drop. I think Shaq is like making the like cut motion at Watkins like you know like hand over across the throat like yeah Watkins Watkins nods in agreement and slaps the button again <laughs> and so I I don't know like I call the fucking sick bay and say yeah get some smelling salts god damn it we got a medical emergency on the bridge yo uh ach, what's what's the problem up there <laughs> uh Woman down. We got a medical emergency, Doc. Can you send a team to the bridge immediately? We'll be right there. And I don't know. I'd take her pulse or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we- I mean, I'd probably maybe like run, not run to her, but run like I envision myself being up, you know, in the back in the science stations or whatever. I'd probably go to the Pazone just <laughs> to be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> like, just like, what do I do? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, someone wants to check on the captain. Yeah, I think I would have run over to her as I was saying medical emergency and calling. Okay, you're gonna try to discover an aspect of the situation. Okay. So go ahead and give me a roll, but tell me what stat you're using and why you think it makes sense. Um. Well, how about? I mean, we're doing this fast, so maybe quick. And uh, just going to, like, check her pulse and see how she's doing, see if there's anything I can do to help. Sure. We can, like, use the scanny doodad, right? Yeah. You've got yeah. your... you got your... Or you can go old school. I don't and care. And I this. check her pulse, obviously, <laughs> I mean, using my fucking tricorder. <laughs> I wouldn't use my hands like a plebe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I got three. Okay, so... That's not enough to succeed with style, but it's enough to su- just plain, plain old succeed. You, I mean, you discover she's unconscious. She's not dead. It's good. And that her readings are really erratic. Um, she hasn't just collapsed from, like, stress, but she's, like, in the middle of having some sort of, uh, for lack of a better word, she's having some sort of attack. Okay. Okay. Anything I can do? You could just stabilize her, I suppose. With my hands, like a plebe. <laughs> <laughs> so, you kind of like, you kind of, you know, stabilize her until med- the medical team comes up and um, Watkins is, you know, ushering them over. And uh, Watkins helps the medical team get the captain on the gurney 
And then the medical team takes her out and Watkins looks at all of you and says, okay, the captain has put a lot of faith in you. I don't doubt her faith at all, but I absolutely need to know what is happening right now because now I am effectively in command of this ship. Oh, that's right. Can can we go into not the red the captain's ready room, but the other ready room? I'm because I'm the observation deck. Yeah, the observation yeah. room or whatever. Oh yeah. Because I'm I'm certainly not going to say all of this in front of everybody. Right. So I just kind of take her arm and just be like, "Let's go this way." All right. So you guys go into the observation lounge. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of run her through the situation. Yeah. Them. I rewind them through the situation. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we've we've made such a concerted effort to make all the main characters on the ship a she, and then we introduced a they character. Now we have to fight a different sort of bias. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I would, I, Pozo, I feel like, would maybe try and keep it to not all the points, maybe? Because, I mean, the captain didn't really say, she didn't say, the captain didn't say anything to... Watkins specifically and but didn't specifically say don't tell Watkins right it kind of, she kind of made it sound to me I think that it was just a time consideration that she hadn't briefed Watkins sure no I mean like I understand the the briefing aspect but it's it's more of like I wouldn't give her every single detail I guess that's not pertinent what details do you not share She's going to have to talk to Starfleet Command, right? If she, now they fuck. Yeah. If they're going to if they're going to take charge, they're going to have to figure out they're going to have to talk to Starfleet Command too, right? right? Yeah. Right. We're going to have to tell Watkins. Watkins going to have to the, the main bullet points. There's a possibility that Takov has Tuvan syndrome. Why? Because she's a Romulan and her twin is on the ship and has Tuvan syndrome, and that's the reason for the mutiny. We gotta give her the broad strokes. Them, the broad strokes. Goddamn. This is real. The, also, this yeah. conversation is real. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. This is real. As far as gendering people, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's such a bias, like, an in, in innate bias you have to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a new. It's it's a relatively new thing, right? For people to grasp to, to actually consciously and think and of, like yeah. work with on a on a tangible basis. So yeah. you know, it's a learning curve, right? Exactly that you embrace the learning and remember to correct yourself when mm-hmm. you realize you've slipped up, right? So mm-hmm. look at look at us learning through in through imaginary characters. <laughs> Getting some practice in. Because, <laughs> man, I have a hard time with it in real life, too. I'm, like, constantly in fear of misgendering my friends. And I'm just being, like, I live in fear. Of, like, I'm going to say something really stupid to them. And I'm calling by the wrong, wrong gender. And then they're going to give me that look. Like, then I'm going to feel like an idiot. Not the look. <laughs> they never do. Nobody ever does, though. So Nobody ever does that, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's just, like, a fear I've put on myself that doesn't exist. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck it up, right? Yeah. So, anyway, Watkins says they sigh heavily. Like, that's a lot for them to process. And they tap their fingers on the, the table a little bit. They nod. And then they say, 
Well, we have a Romulan bird of prey outside our ship, and I've just been given a lot of new information that I wish the captain would have shared with me in the last few hours, but I understand why perhaps she has not. Oh, boy. Um, I think while Watkins is considering, I'm just like boop booping um, on the you know nearest <laughs> pad just to make sure that they're not like readying weapons. I'm assuming we put shields up the second red alert happened, but like yes. just to just to double check since we are everybody in charge in this one room. Um, when you put your shields up, the bird of prey also put its shields up. So it was not it you know, it was not in a stance to attack when it first approached. But now that the Komodo's put its shields up, it has also put its shields up. And it's starting to posture in a way that may be like it. It may. It's not like turning its guns directly toward you and firing them up, right? But it's sort of spinning. It's turning right slowly into something that might be an attack position. I'm picturing like a j- sharks and jets, like they'd be snapping if they had hands and fingers, yeah. <laughs> like just kind of facing off against each other. Hell yeah! Battle dance. As long as they're not pulling their their phasers, you know, up and right. readying weapons, I'm not going to say anything. They're just posturing. Well, we have a bit of a standoff, don't we, ladies? A little bit. I have to get back out there and I have to be on the bridge and I have to make sure the crew, honestly, I have to get, get out there and keep the crew from what's the colloquialism losing their shit. Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Freaking the fuck out is a, yes, exactly. <laughs> all right. So um, I will be on the bridge. You obviously all have more knowledge about the situation than I do. I may need to call on you. Honestly, if you could, stay nearby i would greatly appreciate that you got it so they go back out um and you can tell that you know commander walk this is commander walkins first time as a commander so they're a little rattled um and they're trying to do their best to be you know in authority but at the same time obviously looking for input from people that they would trust so right yeah like that episode where troy is in command but like that's right roe and o'brien are way smarter about shit than she is right (laughs) yeah i'll I'll go back to my one a little seat in the back there and just kind of beep boop and look at shit and keep my eyes open and my ears open so another hill comes in bah and Watkins answer it, and it's the same Romulan, still with that shitty grin. He says, Well, it seems something's happened to your captain, hasn't it? It couldn't be Tuvon syndrome, could it? It's too bad. Uh, why don't you just make it easier on yourself and return our ship and our citizens? That way we won't have to mm, accelerate the matter. And Watkins just kind of actually looks at Loxus, like, what do I do? 
<laughs> you want you want to strong arm this motherfucker? Oh lord. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think dude's implying that he somehow gave Takov Tuvin syndrome and has some way of accelerating its, you know, fucking shit, its path or whatever. Oh, if we don't just give them back their shit. Yeah, they want the prisoners, the, you know, Navaka and Lilal, and the ship, I guess. Uh, Watkins mutes the... Uh, Watkins actually does... Uh, turns off the signal, the, the communication, and they walk over to Loxus. And they say, You've spoken to this man before. Although briefly. Yep. What what was your I mean I was there too, but you had one face to one on one communication with him directly. What was your sense? Do you think he's bluffing or do you think he'll really attack us? I don't think he's gonna attack us. He's got too much at stake with uh the ship and all the prisoners. So he's not gonna attack us. He doesn't wanna attack us. Uh we gotta get uh we gotta get our captain into stasis, cause if that holds it off, then he can fuck off with. Uh, pardon me, he can fuck off. With <laughs> whatever accelerated motivations he's got up his sleeve. All right, uh, they get on the uh, calm with Med Bay real fast, and I say, uh, Doctor McKenzie, I've been told that it's best to get. Captain Takov into stasis, and Mackenzie says, Aria, Ari, oh boy. <laughs> I'm already on it, Commander. <laughs> Rolling your, your already, it's an, it's an A-L-R. It's an L and then a fucking R sound right next to each other, and you're trying to roll those goddamn sounds. It's a nightmare. <laughs> we heard. Who invented that word? <laughs> <laughs> Not a Scottish person, Not uh, undoubtedly. So I think while all this is going on, you know, just quietly, Shaq is kind of beep booping and seeing if I can <laughs> discover how they could have introduced Tuvin syndrome, you know, into the atmosphere or um, if, you know, if I could just figure out what he might have done and or how I can protect against anything. Sure. So, um, you really don't know much about Tuvan syndrome. So, if you're beep bopping through, I would want you to make a roll. Yeah, I just kind of looking for you know like any way he might have affected what's happening on our our right. ship. So, you know, a transmission or a breach mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. hole or whatever. So I'm rolling. I'm assuming clever. Oh yeah, clever makes sense. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so I got four. Okay, so you succeed with style. So now, um, just to remind you, you've discovered a few aspects. You, well, I mean, you discovered that the captain had was having some sort of attack, uh, which you suspected was in connection with her Tuvan with Tuvan syndrome. You get a free in, you I mean you get a free invocation on that, but the captain's already sort of left. So um, if it makes sense in the future, we can apply that. But you're succeeding okay. with style now, so you can get. We'll say you have three, basically, we'll say in the future, uh, <laughs> if you ever are trying to stabilize anyone with Tuvan syndrome, 
that you'll have some free invocations on it beyond just this session. Uh, so uh, probably not going to come up again this session, but may come up in future sessions. So, okay. Um, but what you find out is that Tufan syndrome is actually, um, it's a genetic disorder. And there's really no way to pump it into the air or to suddenly afflict someone with it. Um, and as far as you know, the only way to accelerate it would be if someone was actually mm, like in a medical lab, actually having a procedure done on them for some reason that inadvertently accelerated it because it was a side effect or because you're a mad scientist and you're just doing tests on people with Tubon <laughs> syndrome like a goddamn Nazi. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. that's what you've determined. Now you know more about Tuvan syndrome than you did before. Okay, mm-hmm. but no breaches in our security that I can. No, no, parse. no. No. Everything looks fine based on poking around on your your beep boops and your reading about Tuvan syndrome. You don't believe that this is something he could have artificially ex- introduced or accelerated. You think she may have just had a poorly timed attack. Yeah, quite poorly. Okay. I mean, we're still in the middle of a call, so sorry for the sidebar. <laughs> He's on mute. Yeah, he can, he can <laughs> He's wait. He's just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> no danger of him getting impatient and firing. That's true. <laughs> Is there like space elevator hold music that he yeah. got to listen to right now while we're doing this? Um, I like that they haven't gotten a different song <laughs> since like the 20th nope. century. Just still Girl from Ipanema. Yep. That's it. That's actually the only song in this century. There's no other music. It's <laughs> the only one. <laughs> this is a weird universe indeed. Everything you hear is just a variation of the Girl from Ipanema. I was going to say, it's just it's just the music version of the Girl from Ipanema. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that would be hell. <laughs> So Watkins actually um, unmutes him, and they say, Oh, Loxus, you advised Watkins that they probably wouldn't open fire on the Komodo, right? Right. Not with all the people. So Watkins crosses their arms over their chest, you know, and tries to, they try to put their leg up like they watched you do earlier. I'm nodding in approval. Yeah. (laughs) They say, I don't believe... That you'll be firing on the Komodo. I don't believe that you'll be willing to risk a inter... Galactic. Intergalink, thank you. Intergalactic <laughs> uh, event that would risk war between the Romulan Empire and the Federation. Would you? And they sort of raise their eyebrows. And I'm going to actually... I'm going to have to roll. Oh no, my dice. They're at my apartment. <laughs> Somebody Do you want roll me to roll me. for you? Yeah, somebody roll me. This would be like, um, no, this would be a um, flashy. flashy. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, the roll is plus one to whatever <laughs> you've assigned flashy score to okay. so, Watkins. <laughs> this Watkins does not impress the Romulan at all. And the Romulan sub commander says, then I'll, I guess we'll have to settle this the hard way and he ends the communication and now the someone from comm says uh commander they're they're powering up their weapons commander uh the commander Watkins looks all of you and they say 
to your stations. You have been listening to Mamory Alpha. Your hosts would like to thank Smelly Tooth, who composed our theme song and some of the other music that you hear, as well as Roll Music. You can find us online at MamoryAlpha.com and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Mamory Alpha. You can tweet at us using the hashtag ThisPodcastIsTheTits, thanks to Didi, and support us by buying a t-shirt or becoming a patron. Patreon supporters will have access to exclusive audio, we promise more soon, and extra. And don't forget to leave a rating or review on iTunes.